Hey, thanks for pressing play on the Biz Talk 518 podcast, introducing you to interesting business people in the Capital District of New York. I'm your host, Leo Quinn. My goal for this podcast is for listeners to learn more about the people they do business with. At this point, we're open to any and all guest suggestions. We love talking to people doing good in their community, people doing unusual things both in their business and personal lives. For example, in this area, we have a guy who hides $20 bills around and posts clues to find them on his Facebook page. A guy who set a goal to have his sales pitch rejected 1,000 times last summer. A real estate agent who dresses in unusual costumes for her listing pictures. And a person who sends wacky stuff in the mail to people he wants to talk to. Stuff like baby bottles, library books, and live working cell phones. So if you or someone you know is doing interesting and creative things in the area, get in touch with us. You can reach us through our Facebook page. Search for BizTalk518 and should pop right up. At the moment, our website, biztalk518.com, redirects to our Facebook page, but you can always email me at leo, L-E-O, at biztalk518.com. And I do have a listening tip for you. My podcast platform of choice for listening to podcasts is an app called Stitcher. I think the user interface is much easier to navigate than iTunes or any of the others I've tried. And also, I listen to all my podcasts at double speed. I can listen to an audio of 60 minutes and only 30, so I'm consuming double the content I would at regular speed. Now, most platforms make that easy, and if you've never done it, I highly recommend you give it a try. It doesn't make the people sound anything like Mickey Mouse or like they've inhaled helium, so you don't have to worry about that. If you can't follow along at double speed, work up to it. 1.25, 1.5, 1.75 are all better than regular speed. And once you get comfortable listening at double speed, the regular speed makes people sound drunk. Also, Audible and YouTube have speed control features. And if you use the Chrome browser, there's a plugin I use called Video Speed Controller, which allows you to change the speed of most videos you're watching, including Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Video, and the like. And finally, thank you to our sponsor, the referral department. If you're in sales or run a business and you aren't getting a steady and dependable flow of referrals, then you should talk to the referral department. If you've been disappointed in the results you've gotten from your paid advertising, if you feel like you're flushing your money down the toilet with every ad, then you really should talk to the referral department. They will set you up and run your own referral system, one that doesn't rely on hoping and praying for referrals. That system, as you probably know, is broken. So visit theReferralDepartment.com for more information. Now, on with the show. My very first guest is Whitney Mulqueen, who is the owner of Rewind Equine Tack and Consignment, a shop at 76 Front Street in downtown Boston Spa. She sells new and pre-owned products of interest to horseback riders. She also gives riding lessons to all age groups. I found Whitney from an article in the Saratoga Business Journal, sent her a message on Facebook, and one day later I was in her shop learning more about it and her. I'm not sure she realized she was my guinea pig, my first ever guest, but I appreciated her enthusiasm, and I hope she's happy with the result. I think she'll probably tell me if she's not. Maybe I'll revisit her after my 100th show when I'll be a better interviewer and the tech will be better. In any case, Whitney, tell us about Rewind Equine Tack and Consignment. We are equestrian-based. We uh, cater to English um, equestrians in the Saratoga County and surrounding areas. But lately we have people coming in from New Hampshire and Vermont to shop and consign. 
Um, we've had so many requests for different size breaks on different items that I've started carrying new items as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started having people reaching out to me from Ohio and Rhode Island um, about uh, mail order and website. So mm -hmm. I've also just finished building a website, which I'm adding to daily on Shopify. Okay, you're using that, that platform, Shopify? Yeah, it's, it's very easy to navigate, and um, I worked for another company uh, that's equestrian-based a while back in mm -hmm. town that used that platform, okay. and it's very user-friendly. Is it? Okay, very good. Well, why did you choose Boston Spa for your business? Um, well, uh, Saratoga, the, the city of Saratoga, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, has a lot of issues in terms of parking and rent. Okay. And so I wanted to be in Saratoga County but have an affordable rent because I am a new business. Mm -hmm. um, but I also had spoken to the previous owner of the carousel, which was a consignment shop, and her name is Susan. And um, she had closed up due to some, I think, family reasons and others, and uh, um, got her blessing to go forward with this. And I felt that Boston Spa was central to a lot of the um, English riding farms, not necessarily the racetrack. Mm -hmm. So I'm catering more to um, people who ride dressage and hunt seat and um, eventers. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm catering to that crowd. I mean, I do have some race people that come in and consign and buy, but primarily um, it's people who are riding pleasure and show horses. Okay, very good. One of the goals I have for this podcast is to give people a, a look behind the person who runs the business. So tell us a little bit about where, where were you born? Um, I was born in New Jersey and raised in New York City and um, spent uh, my entire life up until I was 21 in New York City. Um, I attended boarding school in Westchester County and college in Buffalo, New York, as well as New York City. Yeah. Uh, so I'm completely a New Yorker, but I have been living um, around the U.S. throughout my life and most recently 22 years in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and just moved back to New York upstate here two years ago. Why did you choose Buffalo for college? Um, I... Just I had friends up there, and um, my uh, there was I was I was riding at a farm up there. I was riding at the Buffalo Saddle and Bridal Club, mm -hmm. and so I had my horse up there, um, my show horse. Okay, and you just wanted to spend some time outside New York City. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not a city person. <laughs> not a city person. No, New York. I mean, I spent a lot of time there, but not a city person. What part of Pennsylvania? Um, I was in northeastern Pennsylvania near mm -hmm. Scranton for 22 years, and I had my own retail business there. It was more of a gift shop, mm -hmm. and then I also taught horseback riding there just like I'm doing here. Okay. Now, I always like to ask my guests about hobbies, but apparently horses. Any other hobbies besides horses? Um, I don't have time for hobbies. Uh -huh. um, you know, when you have, I have four horses now, and I have about 15 students. Mm -hmm. So between the store and my students and my horses, um, they're basically, I, I'm blessed that I can work at something I love. Right. So, you know, I think a lot of people work nine to five at a, you know, like at a type of an office job, and then they maybe they have, they ride horses as a hobby, but for mm -hmm. me, it's a lifestyle. And what kind of students do you have? Are they children? I have, uh, my youngest is five, my oldest is 66. Really? So I have all age ranges. Um, my kids are anywhere from 5 to probably 14. Mm -hmm. And then my adults, um, I have some adults that, that are 19 years old, some that are 25, and then some that are older. So it's it's a nice broad range, mm -hmm. and I can teach beginner through adult. 
Um, and because I'm pretty diversified with my communication style, I can teach the real young ones all the way up to the older ones. And what is what makes a 66-year-old want to take horse riding lessons? Um, I think for some of them, they're coming back to horseback riding after taking time off, mm-hmm. maybe because of career and raising children, so they want to kind of get back into the saddle. Yeah. Um, I have a gentleman that's starting with me in December who... Um, He's, I think he's like in his 40s, and he's an engineer, never ridden before, and it was, it's just on his bucket list. Really? So, you know, there are all different reasons why people ride. Mm-hmm. And how, are the, how was the 40-year-old find you? Did you just look um, up online? I advertise on Google Business, okay. on Saratoga.com, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I've been uh, branding and marketing myself, as well as a lot of referrals. I get a lot of referrals from happy customers that right. I think... Uh, those are your, that's your best advertising is happy customers. Absolutely. And so you say the best customer is actually somebody who wasn't happy that you made happy. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a lot of uh, students that have come to me from other farms where they weren't feeling satisfied. Mm-hmm. And so um, I always ask them, well, what, why did you, why were you not satisfied? So that I know what to work on and what to bring to the table for them. Right, right. Where do you, you obviously don't uh, ride horses here in downtown Boston Spa. Where do you do that? Well, right now I'm in uh, at Shadow Rock Farms in Boston Lake. Okay. I'm going to be moving my operation to Saratoga Springs to a private farm called Glenham Farm. But 90% of my students are in Saratoga, so they're thrilled. Yes. Um, they are very happy that I'm moving there because it'll be closer for them, uh, especially come with the winter months and snow. Right, right. Okay. Um, tell us about your shop here. You're a consignment store and a retail store, so new, yes. new and pre-owned. New and pre-owned. Um, I would like to eventually see a 60-40 split, 40% consignment, 60% new. Um, but I am offering different lines and lower price points. Um, I do have a few high-end pieces because I have customers that come in. I have customers that come in that are frugal and some that come in that you know where money isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to cater to both ends of the spectrum. Um, but I'm carrying different lines and price points than uh, Dover Salary and the Cheshire Horse so that I can complement what's already here without competing with them. Okay. Because they are my neighbors, and I want to play nice with them, mm-hmm. and they've sent me a lot of referrals. So uh, I think it's important to have a good good relationship with other businesses that are similar. And those two are in Saratoga? Uh, the one, uh, Dover, is in Latham. Okay. Um, and then Cheshire Horse is at, on Geyser up in Saratoga. Okay. So, right. you know, and, and I there's things that I don't have um, that I send them there. So mm-hmm. I know, look, I'm not going to carry supplements and saddle soaps and mm-hmm. medications and stuff like that. Yeah. So I send them there. Um, I'm not going to carry new helmets. I send them there. So there's okay. certain things I won't carry. Nice. And how does the consignment work? Um, well, with clothing and equipment and stuff like that, I do 50 per, 50%. Okay. The last consignment business that was here, the carousel, used to do 40-60. Okay. So I'm actually doing a much more affordable percentage because I want things to move and I want to price them competitively mm-hmm. so that people can get paid quicker sure. and um, you know get pe- money in people's pockets so that they can get the next size. Mm-hmm. Or there's people sometimes that are getting out of the horse business, um, how does yeah. who sets the price for consignment items? A lot of the times, people come in, and um, I will look it up online. Okay, I will go on eBay. I will go on Amazon because there's used things on there, and I will search for that brand of that item, whether it's a jacket or a saddle, 
Uh, now with saddles, I do things differently. Um, I, if it's if the saddle's under a thousand dollars, I still do fifty percent. Over a thousand dollars, I do kind of a sliding percentage. Okay. Um, like I have a saddle right now that's in that's thirteen ninety five. I do thirty percent because I will pack and ship them around the country okay. as long as they're paid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us about the brand name stuff you have, the newer stuff. Newer stuff, I'm carrying um, uh, Royal Highness boots. I'm carrying uh, Good Threads belts, which are the needlepoint belts, and they're manufactured in Haiti. So this is my way of think globally, act locally, of giving back, because for every belt that is um, made in Haiti, it's it's a cottage industry there. Um, The company is based out of Haiti. It actually supports and stabilizes the families of Haiti, and um, they put money into a scholarship for the children to finish school. So that's huge for me. I like to do something that has to do with fundraising. And then I have Boy Oh Boy belts, which are based out of Virginia, and I will be having a fundraiser belt for old friends at Cabin Creek. And I'm going to have Kelly Green and Yellow Belts made up with the name embroidered. And every belt sold, $20 will go to Cabin Creek. What is Cabin Creek? It's a, and a thoroughbred race, a racehorse, retired racehorse sanctuary mm-hmm. for thoroughbreds that cannot be rehomed because of injuries. Okay. You know, like sustained injuries where they can't be repurposed mm-hmm. as a riding horse. Okay. So they're completely self-sustaining and volunteer-based. So they need people to help them. And so I want to do this for them. So that's my local fundraiser. Um, I also have um, some other product lines. I have Essex shirts, the Pony Peep shirts, mm-hmm. and every shirt sold goes to the Pony Rescue. Okay. So like I, I want items that have meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things I have, like I have half chaps, um, Calvacade half chaps. I've got items from Germany. Um, I've got, I mean, just a whole variety of different things. Yeah, and that's food, it looks like, huh? That is actually herbs. Those herbs. are, um, those are. they come from a company out in Iowa, but they're organic. It's organic raspberry leaf, and that's great for mares because mares, um, you give a handful a day, mm-hmm. it actually keeps them from being less moody during their cycles. Okay. So that's something that uh, I carry. And these look like men's suit coats. Those are actually horse show coats, uh, okay. show coats. Mm-hmm. So they are, they're primarily children's and women's. Mm-hmm. Um, they really, I mean, they probably wouldn't be unisex because of the, you know, they have space for chest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so a little different fit. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and are these horse related? I'm looking at Yep, this, I have the, the they're called Mad Mats. That's another mm-hmm. line of mine. Um, they are repurposed woven rugs uh, from recycled plastic uh, in, made into a oriental uh, design, and they're great in like a mudroom or uh-huh. a tack room. Uh, the nice thing is they can be cleaned with a hose. And they're recycled plastic. It's recycled plastic, well, we so they're, they're pretty cool. Um, so I think that they would be nice like in a horse kind of room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we need things, we need plastic to recycle, be recycled. Yeah. Yes. A lot of it. So what does a typical day look like for you? Typical day, I might have uh, people coming in in every hour, um, bringing in consignment. I might have, this is Abby, Abby uh, helps and customer, me. Folks, we're in a live store and we're going to pause yeah. right now. No, 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 this, uh, Abby works for me. Oh, hi, so. Abby. <laughs> we're doing a quick we're interview. Just, we're doing an interview. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, you might have two or three customers coming in. You might have... Um, 
um, people consigning, people shopping. Mm -hmm. I might have little ones coming in. Um, the nice thing is that when I have lesson kids, they can come here and I can outfit them, and wow. I know exactly what they need. And right, you know, right. but I'll try to outfit them on a budget. You know, like if I had a real little one come in the other day and she got a helmet, she got breeches, she bought new breeches because I didn't have her size in the used breeches. Mm -hmm. And then um, she bought boots and half chaps and the whole thing was $130. Wow. And normally, sometimes a helmet can be $130. So they saved a bundle. Right, right. For the business people listening, you say you do your own marketing. Yes. Other than word of mouth, what has been your most effective means of getting I, new customers? I can't give that secret out there. Oh, you're not going to give that secret. <laughs> All right. Well, let's change tax. What, no, what no I'm just kidding uh, with you. Honestly, um, I have, there's things that I do that um, it, I could actually be hired to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, let's put it that way. It's so, it's intensive. Online stuff? Is, um, yeah, I mean, it's. That's where most of your marketing is? A lot of my marketing. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. where, that's where everybody is. Nobody, yeah. nobody really does print work anymore. Right. Newspaper. Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like gone by the wayside. Yes, hopefully nobody's listening that works for a newspaper. But Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's very expensive. Newspaper is expensive. It is. You it know, is. and yeah. I don't know. I think more people are online. Younger people are online. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, what apps have you used today already? Oh, Facebook. 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 Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok, is that a new thing? I've, yeah, I've heard I it. Yeah, that one. I don't even know what that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I think that's what the teenagers I've heard yeah. it, right? <laughs> Well, I, I, uh, I always like to end with a few fun questions. If you could have dinner with any three people alive or dead, who would they be? Well, the three that I, I would have to pick would be the Dalai Lama, who's okay. alive. Yeah. Um, and I actually kind of was working towards actually, I wanted to meet him. And mm -hmm. there is a possibility of... Because, you know, three degrees of separation. Yes, right. And so I have a friend who she's married into um, Richard Gere, is okay. actually yeah. married to one of her family members. Okay. And he's good friends with him. So I'm like, you know, my the, the, right. the, the introduction's close, you know. Yes. Okay. Um, and then my, uh, Lady Diana and Mother Teresa. Okay. Because Lady Diana, and that's part of the reason why, like, I like to give back with my fundraiser items. Mm -hmm. Lady Diana, to me, to me is like, She's near and dear to my heart. And then Mother Teresa, of course. Okay. All right. You know, they just, um, they were they were selfless people. Yes, absolutely. And they, you know, they thought more about other people than themselves. Right. And yeah. they, coincidentally, they died very close to each other, within days of each other. It's interesting. In 1997. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. So give us a recommendation. It can be a book, it can be a TV show, a restaurant. Give us a recommendation. T movie that you like, your favorite movie. It's up to you. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Okay, why? Why? Because so many people get roadblocked by things of their past and they don't appreciate the present. Mm -hmm. Great. And how do people find you? Um, they can find me at 76 Front Street uh, in Boston Spa. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on Facebook. Okay. Um, we have a website now. It's www.rewindequinetac.com. Okay. Um, and we have a Google business page as well. Super. And what's your phone number here? Uh, the phone number here is 518-290-0571. Well, Whitney Mulqueen, thank you very much for having me in today. It's oh, thank fun. you for being here. So there you have it. I don't think that was too bad for the first ever Biz Talk 518 podcast. Thanks again to Whitney Mulqueen for being my guinea pig. Thanks again to our sponsor, TheReferralDepartment.com. For less than the cost of one ad in most advertising outlets, you can add a whole department to your business devoted to increasing the number of referrals you get. Get more information at thereferraldepartment.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great day. <laughs>